welcome to the Jazz at Noon podcast. I'm Don Linky, your host. Some might say de facto ringleader of Milwaukee's own and amazing Jazz at Noon series. This podcast presents highlights from the free weekly series of lunch hour performances that take place every Monday at noon in the Skylight Bistro at the Broadway Theater Center, and that's 158 North Broadway in Milwaukee's own Third Ward. Well, unfortunately, during the current Safer at Home order, we've had to temporarily suspend live performances. But with nearly 50 great musicians featured and recorded during the course of Jazz at Noon, we have a bounty of talent and great music we can share with you virtually via this podcast. Before we start this week's episode, let me tell you that Jazz at Noon is brought to you by Black Box Fund, a fantastic nonprofit organization that believes that art can be a positive, unifying force to connect community. Black Box Fund supports public art, music, and performance that inspires, educates, and enhances the well-being of our Milwaukee communities, like Jazz at Noon. So check out their website at blackboxfund.org. What is hip? Well, that's the famous title of the Tower of Power's hit tune, What is hip? In this case, I'm going to kind of uh, uh, adopt this little question and ask, what is hip in the world of jazz? And maybe if you're not really hip to the world of jazz, consult this guy, Jim Lashinsky. Is his name Jim Lashinsky? L-E-C-I-N-S-K-I. Ten main classic jazz styles. Just Google that. It's actually a nice little history of of what this music is all about. I believe he bases it from 1917 until 1967. And maybe we'll be able to put a link up for you to click on. So uh, we're going to explore a portion of that timeline just to review a little bit on a very, very quick history of jazz music in America. You know, we start off down in New Orleans, the birthplace, I think, that uh, everybody can basically agree on. Then you follow the rivers, north and east, and you got the Mississippi, of course, and you've got the Missouri River. You follow those guys, you go up to Chicago. You go to Kansas City, you go to St. Louis. Uh, From Chicago, you go to Detroit, and Detroit to Philadelphia, and Cincinnati up to further up the, I think, the Missouri River, Ohio River, maybe. At any rate, you get these little enclaves of where the music dispersed itself. You get a Kansas City sound, you get a Chicago sound, you know, you get a Detroit sound. What's happening here is all of these area bands have a distinct dialect that they speak. Well, I'm not going to get off into each one of them, but I am going to say that in Kansas City they had a rather raucous delivery to the music and of course that's where our man Charlie Parker comes from and he immigrates to New York City. So now we got the center of everything is going to take place in New York City. By the way I just covered about 40 years maybe 30 years. (laughs) Parker kind of takes the uh, throne in New York. Everybody comes to New York from all the different enclaves around America. They're still doing it. 
we have the proliferation of small groups now. Big band has run its course, you know, and we're getting to the uh, World War II era. Where there's small groups and uh, more improvisation, more listening, and the abandonment of uh, specific roles for instruments. In other words, you, each instrument gets more and more freedom to uh, expand and participate in the group improvisation. So at that point, too, I would say that that's when we become a art form. That's when jazz music becomes an art form. It no longer needs to have lyrics. It no longer needs to have uh, at its core a function for dancing. Uh, it is for the musicians to play at their finest level. That's what bebop marked in that era of the music. And ever since then, bebop elevated it to an art form. It continues to be an art form. And that art form, I like to define as black culture's artistic response to its unique American experience as it relates to music. So that's a mouthful, but what it basically means is it's black music, black American music. It's a distinct collaboration between African polyrhythms and French Impressionistic harmony. That's where all those seventh chords come from. So we have what was taking place at the Conservatory of Music in Milwaukee, Wisconsin where Tony King had a jazz program with an all-black faculty, and it was open to anyone who was interested. So those of us who became interested in this art form and needed help and guidance went to the conservatory. Well, the three musicians that you're going to hear today all went to the conservatory approximately at the same time. But I like to think about the, the tail end, albeit, but the golden age of the conservatory. And we share a certain bond. We share a distinct appreciation for this particular style of jazz. So that's my preference. That's what Don Linky thinks is hip. Ask me what is hip. I'm going to tell you bebop and beyond. That's what's hip. <laughs> Now, there are other styles of jazz, and I think possibly most of you know at least several of them, you know. The uh, earliest form of jazz, the Dixieland, and the, the uh, dance group version, swing music, uh, and of course, big band jazz. But what we're talking about, or what my preference is, is small group jazz. Again from the bebop era and afterwards. The 50s and 60s are probably um, the most fertile time for this particular style of jazz. And while it uh, moves forward, I think those of us who practice this form of music will always go back to the bebop era for sustenance and guidance and uh, appreciation really for the masterful geniuses that are, uh, well, they just litter the landscape back then. 
again, like I said, this is still alive and uh, flourishing today. Well, if you have an opinion about what is hip, you know, you can contact us and let me know. But uh, let's listen to what we got going on here. Kenny Cosett on the piano, Victor Campbell on the drums. I'm playing the bass. We're going to start off with Wayne Shorter. We're going to go to Thelonious Monk. And then we're going to fill it out with the standard on Green Dolphin Street. Recorded February 3rd, 2020. These are unedited, spontaneous arrangements of Speak No Evil, Well You Needn't, and Green Dolphin Street.
Thank you. Have your meeting. Alonius Monk.
Well, that's going to wrap up episode 13 of the Inside Jazz at Noon podcast this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Maybe give you a little something to think about, a little something to chew on. Maybe you'll have to decide which form of jazz you like the best. I recommend bebop and beyond. <laughs> so, we'd like to thank our performers today. It was Kenny Cosett on piano, Victor Campbell on drums. I was on the bass for these three tunes, sort of expressing our collegium, having gone to the same school. So, until next time, thank Black Box Fun, thank you, Water Street Creative, thank everyone who's out there listening. Give us some feedback, if you don't mind. And until we cross paths again, this is Don Linky, signing off. Well, if you enjoyed what you heard today, there's more great music available via our new CD, Don Linky and Friends Jazz at Noon Volume 1. This thing captures some of the finest performances from the first year of our Jazz at Noon series. You can download any of the songs or the whole CD via iTunes or Amazon Music. So visit the Black Box Fund website next Monday at noon when we'll post the next episode of Jazz at Noon Podcast. And please, stay safe during this crazy time. We want to see you in the audience when the live Jazz at Noon performances resume very soon. This is Don Linky. Thanks for listening.